Achtung, Achtung, hier ist Alex Wright and you are listening to Chat Grabble and Cheat Pops with JB and Chris Dredd. Enjoy it or I come over and kick your ass. Hey, what is up wrestling friends and family? Welcome back to another kick-ass edition of Chat Grapple and Cheat Pops with me, JB, and the man sitting next to me. The best Chris in all of wrestling podcasts, Mr. Chris Dredd. How are you, man? Don't know, bruv. Don't know. I'm all right, mate. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna start up a gaming channel either. Strictly wrestling podcast right now, bruv. Yeah, no, I'm all right, man. I'm I feel like I say I'm a bit fucking perk angle right now, fam. Um perk angle. Yeah, nice. I'm a bit I'm a bit fucking I've got like some trapped nerve in my neck that's making my right arm a bit a little bit dead. I'm all right, man. I'm all right. I watched uh we were catching up on the old uh, dark side of the rings as well. Oh, I haven't done it yet. I need to like I like to just save them up and just binge. Yeah, so um, the the Chris Candido and um Sunny one was uh yeah, a bit mad, you know what I mean? Ev- like everyone got really upset talking about Chris. Like he must have been like a real nice guy. I mean, everyone called Chris well, most people call Chris. Yeah. Uh, probably Top really. guys. Nice yeah. Not all of them. But yeah, no, I'm all right, man. Like I say, just a bit perk angle, digging into some A&W root beer, which is basically just fancy uh, dandelion and burdock. Um, I am drinking the orange nectar. Man's on the 1901. Um, but yeah. with a glass of ice because I'm classy. Oh, mate, of course, bro. I've got my... I, I, I put my A&W in the, in the freezer. And it, I left it in there way too long, and it was like mush, bruv. And I had to like squeeze it out of the fucking. Lucky it didn't explode. No, it was very close. Um, but it's extremely cold and lovely right now. Um, yeah, man, I'm just ready because it's still fucking boiling as well. If the camera, if my camera is good enough, you can see that I'm of a different shade. You know, I'm out. I'm outside too long. That's all it is. Out. Yeah, no, I feel good. Like it's not, it's not bright red or anything. So that's nah, it's nice to be sign. out though, man. Get a bit of sunshine. You know what I mean? Get some of that the vitamin D. You know what I mean? Of the sunshine variety, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, obviously, obviously. It's Wednesday, right? It is. You know what that means? Yeah. It means that at some point after this show or before the show goes out, sorry, Karen Jarrett and Aubrey Edwards are going to share a wrestling ring. Hold that thought. <laughs> <laughs> we hope everyone is doing well we are really super excited and thrilled that you have joined us we are a mere two weeks away two or three uh i mean yeah it, it's uh two weeks 28 yes yeah, so i two and a bit weeks not two that and long a bit at all. weeks away yeah from money in the bank and someone in this room right now is patting themselves on the back because they Gave away a little spoiler. Barry Horowitz, bruv, all day long on the old trap nerve neck. I'm patting my back because it was just, it, it made sense, bro. We hadn't seen him for a while. They're coming to London. They love to do shit like that. Why would they not have him turn up? I, it made complete sense to me. And now every, what's the name and their uncle are now talking about J- Logan Paul you know, getting involved in the match and blah 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 blah, and it's like, come on, bruv. We said we don't, we we don't told you. Yeah, yeah, let's not twist it in any manner of words. You heard it here first. 
You did. That's right. You know, if you if you're new to this, you hear a few things first from us. Bro, it's becoming it's lot, becoming but... no, it's becoming a bit of a habit though, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but these aren't outlandish guesses or anything you're just plucking out the sky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's not me having a wee. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting he's he's struggling. Look, yeah. I'm looking like Chris Benoit, you know, when he cut when he ah, that's how he sold all the time, isn't it? He always wants to sell the neck. Yeah. But um, yes, mate. It, we 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 predicted that we we said that there it was it made sense that Logan Paul was going to be involved, um, especially after um, Clash at the Castle was a real big success. I think they're going to pull out all the stops and my fingers, toes, and whatever else is still crossed for an L.A. Night victory. Yeah, Look, I'm glad sense. we I'm glad we chat, chatted about WWE for a minute because we have decided to fire up that DeLorean again. Yeah. We are heading back to 2005. Staple Center is Hollywood. Staple Center. LA, baby. It's LA. Yeah, he's talking about LA night. We've we've moved Trust. We've gone back to LA with WrestleMania 21. It's a banging show, by the way. It's a the, good show. It's a very good show. The very first Money in the Bank, the match devised by Chris Jericho. I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. We just, what a good match this is. Dude, I mean, you've got to look at the rest of the card, the other great matches that are on there. You had Sean, oh Sean uh, Michaels versus Kurt Angle. You had Undertaker versus Randy Orton. You had Triple H versus Batista. You had Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. Um, I think you also had the women's match was very, very good. What a time to be alive. Yeah, it was uh, It was a, a great little event uh, that they had on there, uh, WrestleMania 21. It was fantastic. So the first thing I notice when we get to this match, Howard Finkel. Oh, the Fink. Announcing, yeah. is The Fink is doing the ring announcing. And I'm... It's like wow, this this is I'm already back. I'm it's nineteen ninety two again, you know. It's... Right, right. <laughs> and the money in the bank bank briefcase is just a black briefcase. It's literally just a leather <laughs> briefcase that anyone who works for our bank would just literally it's one they found. Yeah, literally. Hopefully, it wasn't the Finks with his porn collection in. Apparently, he had some mad up porn collection. You heard that? That's something everyone can think about. Yeah. <laughs> This match is difficult because he is a big part of the match. Chris Benoit is part of this match. So we, we're going to try and keep Benoit's stuff to a minimum. But, you know, it he's well, in the match. There's nothing we can do about it. Again, it, it's we're, 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 we're talking about him within context of this match. Yes. You know, at the end of the day, he's one of the contestants in the match. And he's involved in quite... I mean, like I say, especially coming up to the end of the match, he's involved quite a bit. So... Obviously, we're going to, you know, we're not glorifying or any anything like that. We've said this before. When we look back on these previous events, if he's a part of a match that we are looking at or an event that we're looking at, we will give our, um, you know, thoughts on the match. But that's as far as it will That's go. it. Yeah. Honest opinion on the match and whatever happened in the match. That's yeah. fine. Chris Jericho, Chris Benoit, Christian. That's a lot of Chris's. Uh, Christian is with Tom Coe, Shelton Benjamin. I mean, Shelton Benjamin. Edge and Kane. I forgot Kane was in this match. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like Tomko because he was a big part of the TNA era that I really loved. 
Um, Tom Coe, he really was. He was a, he was a huge part of the TNA era. Uh, that I and at which up. point this TNA era that you love is probably going to be seen as a better era than AEW. So, oh, well, I mean, let's not get it twisted. It already is. <laughs> we, will, we will get around to all of that. That business, that business at some <laughs> point. Let's take a minute. Everyone, sit back. Sip a glass of cold champagne wine. See what I did then? I see what you did. Yeah. I like it. I love that Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler are on this because we spoke about them last week. We spoke about how good they are. Jim Ross with a cracking line on Shelton Benjamin. Potential doesn't buy the groceries because that's all it is. It is, is it a wasted potential with Shelton? I mean, I think he, I mean, he was a fantastic worker. I like Shelton Benjamin. Um, I thought he was great. I mean, I don't think you can say wasted. I, know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I like Team Angle, but it was great. I, I, I think he, he had a good career. I, I, I don't think, um, I don't think he would grumble at the career he's had. I mean, what, what would, what was it that he, he kind of missed out on? Like, I mean, he, he's been champion in the world, he, world titles, yeah. You know, well, he's had, you know, he's had, he was the IC champion. At this he point. goes into this, yeah. You know, so title. I mean, I, I don't think he would grumble. To be fair, I don't know. I think I, I disagree a bit. I think he, at this point in 0405, he's as close as he's gonna get to hundred. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's way well up there. Yeah. He was deserved of one. I, I don't. I don't say that. I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe you're right. I mean, they could have given him a, you know. But there's a lot of people that potentially should have been world champions that never did. There is. You know. Yeah. I mean, he, he's a king with a mute button there. You know what I mean? He's on point. <laughs> I do my best now. Like I've seen so many other people on our show do it. Yeah. Like, mute button and all that. They're really good at it. Well, Shout out to Brian Solomon. He was a, he was great with the old mute button. He was the king. Brian R. The... Solomon, top guy. He's... King of the cough button. Oh, fantastic. They all go after Kane. It makes perfect sense. He's the biggest guy in there. Try and ground him early. This is There's one part of this match that doesn't work for me, and it's that bit where they all group together for dives. To be fair, though, they weren't grouping together for early, that long no. and just standing there looking at the guy because there was three of them that happened in quick succession. So it was, I mean, we're, we're almost missing out as well. When Kane come down, all the ladders set on fire. Yeah, which I thought vision, was fucking yeah. great, bro. Yeah, I mean, the it was um, it, it was good. I mean, they've got the first ladder spot was Y2J and Chris Benoit. Um, oh, no, Christian, where it was the kind of seesaw one, you know, where yeah. he jumps on the end of it and it whacks up in his face, um, which I thought was great. And then, yeah, you've got the... Shelton Benjamin uh, leap flip. The Christian starts it off, jumps into the corner, jumps out. Shelton Benjamin does like a fucking flip thing, which yeah, is fantastic. Yeah, the thing, yes. Yeah, so and then good. Kane does some mad jump as well. Um, yeah, it was it was good. I think you might be right. The timing is a lot better than what we see now. Absolutely, like they, they get together quickly as the dive's about to happen. They don't just wait there for yeah, you know, forever. I, I I noted this. Chris Jericho looks really good here, and it's right. because we see Chris Jericho now is that we appreciate what Chris Jericho did look like in two thousand five. Yeah, the more you, this is this was a point that I wanted to make specifically in this about in this video. Yeah, the more you watch old school Jericho, yeah, the more you watch and you you know, I mean, people that know know, yeah, we know Chris Jericho is a Hall of Famer, bro. 
He is. I don't yeah. give a fuck what anybody says. He is a Hall of Famer. He is a fantastic talent. He's worked in ECW. He's worked in WCW. He's worked in WWF. He worked in WWE. You know, the guy is a, an absolute first ballot Hall of Famer, whatever they called it, right? Yeah. But to see what he's doing now, it really does take away from his legacy, I feel. I think some some people need to understand that Chris Jericho is one of the greats. He, fuck, he really is. But then when you see what he's doing now and you see him like when he did that blading the other week and you could literally see him doing it and all that. It's like sometimes these men them need to know when to stop. Yeah. And, and just to call it a day, knock it on the head, do, do something back. It's not like Jericho needs the money. I would have thought. No. Um, but there's still, it's that adrenaline of being in the ring and being in the, in that top spot and being, you know, but, Jericho, Y2, this is Y2J, brother. He was looking fantastic. Yeah, um, really he, good. He was absolutely amazing. Out of all my figure collection that I have, I'm almost certain that the one that I've got the most of, boxed, is Chris Jericho. I've got lots of different Jerichos. Nice. But not necessarily for any other reason. Than, he's been around uh, so long. No, <laughs> he, he, he's been around figures. so long. But he was one of my favourites, bro. He really was. He, he, he was charismatic. He could do the business in the ring. You know, I can't sing Chris Jericho pre-AEW any more than I, I do. But since he's been in AEW, it's like he's forgotten how to work a match. He's forgotten how to put a match together, maybe. I don't know. What is I'll, it, I'll give him. I'll what give him it? credit. The musical number with MJF is good. He's, blow, he's blown up, but it's good. It, yeah, it's <laughs> great. Yeah, it is great. You know, and it's... He is great, if it, if, but I I think he's at the point where he's in AEW and he doesn't. He's like, uh, what 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 was it? Some people have said that you know, when you're in AEW, it seems like because the culture there is like, yeah, do what you want, sort yourself out, son. Anyone that tries to come with the traditional booking angles or the traditional way to work a match, a lot of the time it don't really run because the people that you're working with or whatever it, it for whatever reason it doesn't it doesn't happen. So yeah, it's a shame. Because I love Chris Jericho, you know. I, I always have. I think yeah, we were we were maybe it's maybe because we were sort of brought up on the Chris Jericho of the nineties and stuff like that. So I, I it's probably that. I mean I love ECW Jericho as well. You know, he was there ninety six, you yeah, know I, I think days. I think WCW's Jericho is my favourite. With Ralphus and all that. Before Ralphus. Before Ralphus. I, thought, Ra he yeah, was, I thought he was good before Ralphus. I think Ralphus was funny. Yeah. But before that, when he was, you know, Lionheart, Chris Jericho, whatever, like, it was yeah. good, good shit. Mate, he, he, he was having fantastic matches on the regular with Malenko, with, mm. with you know, with, with, with fucking, with everybody. He was having fantastic matches. You can't take away... That era of Jericho is amazing. Beating some jabroni named Hooventude. You get what I'm saying, bro? You know, it, it was good shit. It was, you know, Jericho is a legend. There's no no mistake, no mistake in that at all. The German suplex flying ladder combination could have gone really bad. It looked great, though. I love that. It looked good. Yeah, I'll give him credit. It didn't. And it did go flying out the ring as well. So God yeah. knows who was fucking outside at that bit of the ring. They were going to get clobbered with I it, mean... mate. Any further, and it's it's you're getting sued. Oh yeah, it was it was great stuff. I always liked the choke slam crossface counter. I thought it was always always looked good. 
Yeah, Benoit starts cross-facing people, yeah. which is good. And at this point, I'd like to just bring up that Chris Benoit already had a massive cut, like a stitched cut above his head. Yeah, he did. Yeah, <laughs> apparently it was from Tomco. Yeah, so... Potatoed him at some point. I mean, it was, it looked rough. His eye looked pretty grim. I've got here in the notes, man. Edge is timeless. I mean, Edge is, you know, yeah. in this... I don't know. His chin looked bigger in this, bruv, as well. I don't know. <laughs> it's the Sorry, beard. Edge. When yeah. he rocks the beard, it was probably the, I can't say shit. I mean, look <laughs> at my beard. I mean, fucking hell. Um, but yeah, it, his I chin mean, looks Ed, smaller. Yeah. Edge is fantastic, you know. Um, and and the fact that he's still doing the business today really is is uh, phenomenal, especially when they said that he would never do it. Um, yeah. So uh, you you've got um, Edge and Christian. Yeah, Christian. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, ladder sandwich, which was good. At this point, Shelton is over. He's getting chance. Oh, they they like, wanted him to win this match. Yeah, they really wanted him to win this match. Um, yeah, they really wanted to win this match. He was getting a lot, a lot of chance, and even you know, he he took a hard uh, Irish whip into the corner onto the ladder, you know, and mm-hmm. that's when they started giving the yeah. the, the, the chance for Shelton. Um, stinger splash that was as good. well. Yeah, Beautiful. when he did a massive stinger splash in the corner. They called it the stinger splash as he well. Did. Yeah. JR uh, did. Yeah, why why shouldn't he? Yeah. I suppose it is that it is always known now as the stinger splash and wasn't gonna credit anyone else with it, was he? Yeah. I get I always get nervy when there's like more than three or four people on ladders all in a like in the ring at the same time. So at this point, I think there's what five, six people on ladders, maybe. Yeah, five, so it, it started with uh Shelton Benjamin and Y2J up there, then Christian gets up there, Benoit gets up there, mm-hmm. um, and then you've got them all just like four men on top, and then Benjamin T bones uh edge off the off the top. The wow. balls because no one's holding this ladder. No. As well. I like to point that out no one is holding this ladder when Shelton goes for a T bone. And like nowadays because we pointed it out, you see referees like in the ring, like holding as much as they can of a ladder, which makes things a bit safer. But you got to hide it a bit better. Man, it, all of this. I mean, the, the the reason why we're talking about this is because Money in the Bank is just a couple of weeks away. But fuck me, yeah. we're we're in for a treat, dude. I think you know it's <laughs> going to be fantastic. People like Ricochet, holy yeah. shit. Ricochet, Shinsuke Nakamura, you know what I mean? It's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be the shit. It's gonna be good. People are moaning about the people in it though, aren't they? Already. Some people are moaning. Yeah, some people we... we get on with are moaning about it. And oh, really? we, we can agree to disagree on that. Because okay. I think it makes a bit more sense to not have, you know, you know, if you stick two guys in who are former world champions or whatever, you kind of lean towards them and like you know, exactly. Probably gonna, yeah, you're gonna go they're making it a bit more ambiguous, uh, you know, ambiguous yeah. with the yeah. people who are in it. It could literally be anyone on the on the day. Yeah, and we'll yeah. have a new Money in the Bank winner. You know, not someone that's been in it before, done it before, doing all that stuff. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Um, I mean, Benjamin gets choke slammed by Kane and he gets, gets his, his leg caught. Yeah. yeah. I mean that that wasn't a work spot. I'm sure that was just accidental, but it was fucking. Well, great. Kane stopped like at that moment where his legs caught. He stops and like for a second almost tries to like free his leg. And yeah, yeah, him, tries so, to, yeah, yeah. I saw that he tried to kind of he thought about it and then thought, now nah, fuck it. <laughs> but can I can I say one thing? Hot take. I don't know if it's a hot take, but some people might feel it's a hot take. What are your thoughts on this? 
I've always thought, and I still think this, and I will never change my mind, and I mean this, never. They should have never, ever, ever, ever taken Kane's mask off. Ever. What good has it done? I think the masking might have been him. He might have been sick of wearing it. Don't care. It's not It's not up to him. Right? Even Rey Mysterio went without a mask for a bit. Yeah, but he didn't want to and he wished he'd never done it. He said that as well. Yeah. You know, the world would have been a better place if we'd never seen his face. Not because it isn't beautiful. Yeah, but because... Ray Mysterio is Ray Mysterio, you know, Ray Mysterio Jr. or whatever, yeah. um, is Ray Mysterio Jr. You know, it's the whole point of having a mask is you hide your identity. And the whole point of Kane was he was the Undertaker's brother who suffered with horrific burns, and that's why he was wearing the mask. And then mm. when he took the mask off and you see he looks like fucking Uncle Fester, you're like, come on, bruv. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me the way it bothers you, clearly. Because I'm, bo- I'm no, not it that bothers fussed me. about it. Yeah. No, it so. bothers me. It, they should have never taken Kane's mask off. Yeah, never. I, ha- I have no argument for or against it. I just think it's okay. Like, it's like, I'm not... It's I'm not ne- okay. I was never unhappy with it. No, so. it's not okay. All right, that's the thing. That's my hot take. It would never be okay. They should have never taken Kane's mask off. <laughs> I quite liked that Christian and Jericho worked into a spot of trying to sort the get a ladder into position and not just having the refs do it. Yeah. Yeah. And they tried to push a ladder like at an angle on a, you know to another ladder and Jericho like uses a move to get it there not just well just put it there ref come and hold this like Yeah. Yeah. And ain't like, that where matey boy like runs up the fucking ladder? Yeah, that is where Shelton runs up the ladder no hands. <laughs> no fucking safety just yeah. runs up the ladder i mean that could have gone seriously wrong if oh yeah st- it, if he I mean... stepped through yeah or anything like that it could have been a massive botch and you see though know, uh, from the top camera like which is placed like where the briefcase is looking down on the ring christian is holding it yeah but it's you only but, see it when yeah yeah you see it, but at that it point. looks like he's kind of just like propping himself up on it he's not yeah. doing it like you know too too uh blatantly but yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, Shelton Benjamin runs up and then clotheslines him off. Um, I thought that was fucking fantastic. And yeah, that that gets the crowd on their feet as well. You see that, like, yeah, it's, it's a good crowd, man. Like, uh, Tomko finally gets involved. I was waiting. I was sort of trying to think back. When does he get involved? He finally yeah. got involved. He goes after Kane. He puts uh, Christian on his shoulders to get him up yeah. the ladder, which is good. I wouldn't have been mad if that's how Christian won the briefcase. Like it would have wouldn't have bothered me that like, in any yeah. way, shape, or form. That's not how it goes because uh, this is the other bit. Because Kane elim- like he clotheslines Tomko out of the ring and then tips Christian from the top of the ladder and Tomko's there to catch him. Yeah. Ever so safe. And brilliant. Yeah, Good no fun. one no one's getting seriously injured from this match. Yeah. Like, how many ladder matches or multi-man matches are we seeing in other wrestling companies where oh no he fell on the ladder his knees twisted up he's busted it like mate we've seen we've seen two or three twisted feet already mm-hmm. in in AEW yeah yeah th- this next bit right i know people ain't going to like it cuz we're going to talk um again about benoit but benoit when he's when he's on the top of that ladder this is this is beautiful. This is the way he like tips forward and mm-hmm. he just kind of 
I mean, it, that that headbutt from the top was always good. It always looked good. We weren't to know almost the, the amount of damage it was doing to. Him. It's fucked. It's a it's a thinker, isn't it? And yeah, I mean, he he was told as well that he needs to stop doing it because he literally didn't put his hands down. He was coming down on on his neck every time. When he did it, this is again the beauty of WWE and the way they catch the camera shots. He 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 did it, and at this point, you're thinking that he might win it because. He comes off with that headbutt. The camera catches him, and he's got a bleeding nose. He's got his he's got his eyes all bleeding, and he's just like ah, like he's yeah. fucking he's ready. It, it, it's just fantastic, and the shot of his face after the way they catch it, you know, it's just fucking fantastic. And then you've got Benoit and Kane on top, and they're having like this little fucking battle on the top of the ladder, yeah. and the Benoit headbutts. just gives him them headbutts, and it's just like. Oh wow! This is it. He's going to win it. He's going to fucking win it. it. It was just fantastic up to that point. And yeah, the the headbutts he does not cane off the ladder, but there to the what is it? The uh, ultimate opportunist or That's everything. Right. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Edge hits Benoit with a chair, knocks him off the ladder quickly. I might add, claims the briefcase. That's right. He runs up there quickly, but again, this isn't some slow walk up the fucking briefcase I'm fucking fumbling at the top he runs up there, bang, gets it, takes it off he's the winner spoiler alert, he wouldn't cash it in till January Yeah, madness, he would tease it every now and again and he'd walk around with it but yeah, he would not cash in until I think it's the New Year's Revolution pay-per-view and he cashes in on John Cena Yeah, and kicks off the rated R superstar reign which you know, gives WWE some of the best ratings they've had in you know months or whatever, or or years or whatever. It's fair play, man. Edge. It was good. Winner. Yeah. The winner of the first of the inaugural Money in the Bank match. And that's that. That's a. I mean, that's a good match. I I would recommend that to anyone. I mean, people should. You know, coming up to Money in the Bank. You know, if you've got the network or if you've got the cock in America. Um, you can watch it, but the thing is, if you're in America and you do have Peacock, there is a way, isn't there, Jordan, that they can watch the old school. You network. don't need the Peacock. You don't need the Peacock. Of course not. You can easily find your way to OG WWE Network. Keep your shit safe at the same time. Absolutely. How can they do that? We are obviously talking about Surfshark VPN, the greatest VPN in all the land. That's right. Where you can get with our code Grapple, it'll be there on the, it'll be in right. the descriptions. It in always the description is. Too. You can get eighty three percent off plus three free months. Your Surfshark subscription when you use our code. That's right. You're getting eighty three percent off. You're getting three months free. You're getting your antivirus protection. You've got it on multiple devices. If you're on any public Wi Fi, um, you've got your protection there. You know. You know, if if you're in America and you want to watch the OG network, just pretend you're in Bognor Regis, put that down, and then you can be in Bognor watching the OG network. Again, if you're in England and you want to watch some stuff on some kind of American streaming service, like the American Netflix or whatever, you can make yourself, you know, you can be anywhere you want to in America. <coughs> Excuse me. All um, tried and tested, I might add. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. fantastic. So Surfshark. Go and get your VPN now. You can see the uh, promo code GRAPPLE 
down in the description, click the link, use the promo code Grapple, and you will get the biggest deal there from us and from Surfshark. Exactly. And let's not forget for a minute that this deal is to help you and to help us. That's right. And we, of course, thank Surfshark for sponsoring this show today. Cheers, Thomas. Nice one. Cheers, chaps. <laughs> Where do we go from here? A very good question, my friend. Are you are you going to Jacksonville or elsewhere? Don't know. I went to Primark today, and I've got a couple of bits that me and you. Uh, oh boy, we're going to be <laughs> revealing that <laughs> these people ain't ready. No, I don't think anyone's ready for what we got. So yeah, I mean, are we going to? Let's go to Jacksonville. Let's, yes, of course. Let's let's talk about AEW or A and W. As uh, Dan Housen said, where's Dan Housen? It's a good question. Like, we do this all the time. Like, we where think of a name, where have they gone? Yeah. Yeah. Literally, they've got too much talent. Um, well, I say talent, um, but they've, they've got too much talent and not enough time. And they've got a new show coming up. So, hearing a lot about the, the ticket sales for Collision. Well, that's, that's something we have already touched on. It is the canadian tour ticket sales which have been poor i know that one of our uh, esteemed journalists has already said well it's canadian summertime people don't want to go and watch wrestling you blaming ticket sales on the summer like, i mean yeah but there's always an excuse isn't there yeah that's what i mean it's the new yeah line new in a long line of excuses you know before that it was oh people aren't watching because they're watching vanderpump rules what the fuck is that? What? Do you do you know what Vanderpump Rules is? I I have it no, sounds wrong. I have no fucking idea, mate. What Vanderpump Rules is? Um, Whatever they're pumping, I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit mad, bro. If I'm honest, it's um, there's always there's always an excuse, always a reason why AEW isn't doing well, or the tickets aren't selling, or yada 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 and it's just yep. it's becoming laughable the only um, ones i can understand is you go up against live sports at your peril you know yeah. this week this week in particular last couple of weeks has been a problem for you know almost every show it seems like smackdown can do no wrong with its ratings but going up against the nba finals the nhl finals you know not going up against vanderpump rules i'm sorry I mean, bro, what the fuck is that? I need to know. I don't know. We're going to have to look it up now. Like, we're going to have to, you know, we need to be learned about these sort of things, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. Mate. So ticket sales in Canada is where you started this. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, you know. It, They've it's, been poor. It, it's been poor. I mean, it it's, you've got to ask yourself the question. You know, I, I, I do, again, though, it's these, what shall I say? I will choose my words carefully. It is the the dirt sheets, yeah? It's the dirt sheets that have tried to poison people against CM Punk, I think, where they've tried to blame him for everything that went on between the elite and all that, even though, as we've said before, AEW and Tony Khan are trying to completely ignore anything that's happened. And they're just com completely denying that anything's happened. They're not mentioning it storyline-wise. Why he's back? Why he left? Nothing. And then he's coming back in this six, this three, 
really trios fucking match. But yeah, it's the dirt sheets have been trying to blame CM Punk for, you know, oh, he's a cancer, he's this, he's that, he's the other. I will say that I'm almost certain that CM Punk will, before he retires, go back to WWE. I'm not the only one that said that as well. I I, I thought he would go back to WWE sooner. Um, I thought he would possibly go back there before he returned to AEW. But depending on how the contract was and how much money is at stake or whatever. But yeah, I mean, it, it, it's he, he's the draw for this collision. And I mean, they're saying they've got Miro on the show. They're saying that they're going to have Andrade. El Miro, Miro and Andrade have had all their drawing power sucked out of them at the moment. Yeah. No one's going to care. Like, And I hate this because I like both. I like Andrade and I like Miro. I like, you know, I think they're good guys. But the sad thing about it is they've been shit kicked on TV and off TV for so long. If you say, oh, Miro's going to be on the show next week, you are not drawing one extra person. Well, the last thing I saw Miro do, I'm sure, was like this arcade match where he was like, there was arcade machines and all that, and he was having a fight. Like an arcade street fight or some shit. I I remember him having a match with uh, Brian Danielson. That was the last thing I remember of him. Yeah, there there was definitely a match with arcade machines. I, I, I wait with bated breath to see what's going to happen at this collision because I, I personally think it's a mistake. Where's the titles, the collision titles then? Are they going to have titles? I hope not. You've already got a TBS title and, uh, you know, what's the other one? It was All Atlantic. That's the TV yeah. title now, is it? I don't know. Like... I don't know. I mean, so what, what's the point in having collision then? If it's just, what is it going to be just another, di- another what what is it? It's all just a bit much, isn't it? It, it's all been done again because Tony Khan can't hasn't got the balls to turn around to everyone and say, "Look, you're all going to work together and play nice because I'm the boss." And if you don't, you can fuck off. You know, well, at the end of the day, that's what he's that's what he should have done. Because you need the elite versus CM Punk. You need CM Punk to be able to wrestle everybody on the roster. I quote tweeted something earlier on today, and it, it does it plays really into your hands this one. Because Eric Bischoff said that Tony Khan and AEW hit their ceiling, and without it's Tony Khan is a is a fan and he's not a leader and can't do these things. Yeah, and I I mentioned it. I said, well, Chris has been saying this for fucking like two years now. Yeah. Oh, but then people are going to slate Bischoff like they always do, like you don't know nothing. Yes, the the mob has come for Bischoff already, and you know, yeah. how, how why is Eric Bischoff going to care? Yeah, of course he doesn't care, you know. But again, it's an indictment of of what always happens when you say things that people don't like. Eric um, Bischoff is still the only person to come close to beating WWE. They were for a little while. But 83 yeah. weeks, bro. 83 weeks. <laughs> we know this, you know, but... But they didn't finish him off. They just they no. gave him a few good punches, like, you know. I mean, but the thing is, though, Vince was very scared, and they very nearly did do. Yeah. But there was, again, just a few... All it takes is for... A few mistakes, and then, you know, and and there was also stuff going on with Turner Broadcasting as well, which didn't help the situation. Um, so you know, it wasn't all Bischoff's fault, I don't think. You will know, you then... be Will you be watching Aubrey Edwards and Karen Jarrett's wrestling match? Is like, it an awful curiosity at this point? You know that meme of like Ben Affleck smoking a cigarette outside. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's me right now at the thought of watching that match. And it's, I don't even smoke rough, anymore. It? Yeah. yeah, it's rough, bro. The short answer is, yes, I will watch it. The long answer is, yes, I'll watch it to see if Aubrey Edwards ends up getting smacked by another guitar. But then the long, long answer is, I really don't want to watch it because I know that Aubrey's probably going to win and have her yeah. hand raised in the fucking ring. I've got a couple more questions for you on AEW. Is, considering the low drawing power that he has, is, is Jeff Jarrett and Karen Jarrett just a bad idea on TV I mean, now? I have fond memories from the TNA days, right? I mean, not many people do. No, I know, I know. I've got fond memories of Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett and Karen Jarrett and... Sanjay Dutt as well. Sanjay Dutt, okay, was a very, very good wrestler. Very good wrestler, in my opinion. In ring, he was fantastic. What's going on with that little stable now is is getting a bit much. So, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't know, mate. It, it's, again, AEW was supposed to be a place where wrestlers younger wrestlers could go to get the push to get some mainstream some time on mainstream tv and then we've got Jeff Jarrett one of the Briscoes and the Briscoes dad and Aubrey fucking Edwards versus fucking Karen Angle Karen Angle Karen Jarrett Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal I mean uh, Jay, Jay Lethal needs to inject some madness into his career now it's going to happen it it's will happen to. It will happen. Um, and I'll, I'll keep beating that drum until it happens. No, it will happen. I think they've get, they've tried to get that. They've tried to oh. uh, get before the before we I before I forget. Eric Bischoff also said that Tony Khan should lean on the guys that know, you know, all that stuff about the business. Yeah, exactly. So you already you already know. We've said it, bro. We've said it. They've got Arn Anderson. They've got Jake the Snake. They've got they had Tully Blanchard. They had they had they've got people backstage, but. Yeah. These people just are not being listened to. They're, they're just not. They had fucking William Regal, mate. They had William Regal, who him. was the oh, architect of, of, of basically of NXT in its fucking heyday. Yeah. You know, it, 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 how, how can you have these guys there and not listen to them? It, it's insane. I'm so I'm sorry I cut you off there, but I had to I no. had to bring that up because I'd forgotten about it and it come back. No, to no, I get you, mate. I I appreciate that you um you you put that in the tweet as well because you know people will say folks will say that we ain't we ain't get things right, man. But you know we yeah. we we're singing we've been saying this stuff for almost a year, probably longer. Longer, yeah. You know we've been saying this, and then Bischoff comes out and basically, I mean Bischoff clearly watches the show anyway. Shout out, Eric. Shout out, easy, yeah. Because we've had his buddy Sonny Ono on, you know what I'm saying? So that's right, yeah. Check back if you never saw us chat with Sonny Ono from WCW. It'll be in the archives. I, you know, it's always there. It's always there, baby. Uh, where, where we AEW? Is there anything else to stick on with AEW? I mean, we've spoke about Collision a lot in the last few weeks. Yeah. You know, it is. It's this weekend now. It's it's going to be Saturday. You know, again, curiosity. Curiosity will get the better, get the best of a lot of people. And whilst Eric Bischoff says they'll probably only do eight hundred fifty thousand, I think they'll do more. I think, I think, I think the initial 
I think is though if the if the ticket sales are as they say they are, maybe they won't hit the mill. You know, maybe they won't. That's the curse of running the same cities and using them as your honeypots. Yeah. It's the curse of using Chicago and then pissing off the hero of Chicago. Like that one guy that you've got that can sell it out every time. You booted him out for God knows how long. By middle of their, big, by their biggest baby fan. <laughs> Fuck's sake. They did. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Let's move on. Let's yeah. uh AEW. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you a question. And this is uh this is one I had to ask you. Is selling out a venue of a hundred people considered a success? In some people's eyes, it will be seen as that. And and you know, you know what's amazing? They put out another tweet saying the last few tickets are available and they're in single the amount of tickets are available in single digits. Like you have to reiterate, you know, yeah, those hundred those hundred didn't sell out straight away either. No, they didn't. I mean, they they should have really think about all the people in the UK that are going to be going to money in the bank. And then they should, or what is it? It's um, is it, is it before money in the bank, bank or is it or is it AEW? Oh no, no it's, it's before, before the AEW. In. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's before all in. So you would have thought that they That's would a bank have holiday weekend. Up. Yeah, you know, bank holiday. Well, it's Pride weekend, and all there's a Pride parade there as well. Is it? Yeah, okay, I'll be there, cool. fucking with a strap on, bruv, walking around, daggering Tony Khan, <laughs> daggering, daggering someone up against the fucking bus stop. Um, it could be you or Matty, bruv. It's one oh, of the two. You're gonna have to toss a coin. Um. Or glad toss saying else. I'm glad. I'm glad you said coin. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's. <laughs> so, yeah. Is it is it successful if you sell out a hundred people, a hundred tickets for a venue? No, not if it takes four days to sell those. I mean, I don't. I'll be they... honest. There were more people at my wedding. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, like <laughs> that means me and the missus we're 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 more over than. You are. Well, I mean, you are more out, over than Alvarez and Meltzer. Yeah. Obviously, just... who's Alvarez and who's Meltzer, though? Well, Meltzer's the historian, so I would assume it's me. That'd be you. That be yeah. you calling your missus Brian Alvarez, fam. I'm Have telling to... her, innit? Yeah. <laughs> Shan! <laughs> Head first, brother. Head oh, yeah. First. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot you got that head divot, innit? Like, nah, man, not me, man. You ain't. Have you checked your fucking noggin, bro? I you did, actually, yeah. <laughs> when you said when you said that thing, I checked made sure. Like, you know... <laughs> I almost said, like, I almost stuck my head down. Says, is, is it getting bigger? Is it? Is it yeah, the, the ting, the ting, you know. So yeah, it's it, ludicrous, absolutely ludicrous that they would run a venue and and make try and make it that it's a success that you're selling out barely for a hundred people. And you, I got to be honest, you did say it best. You know, deepest August, hot, hot weather. A hundred smelly neckbeards crammed together, sweating yeah. all over each other. Salivating as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. If they're anything like that, Bix and Span twat, they're dribbling as well. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking sweat. Yeah, I can't think of anything worse Yeah. Oh, we, than look, sitting I mean, in a room with them lot. Yeah, I mean, you said it best as well, mate. If we did, because I was joking about maybe we should just go. And you were like, dude, we would last four minutes. And then end up probably getting thrown out. I just sometimes again, like when this is the argument we have with other people, British wrestling and British promoters and their styles and that are just a bit shit. 
Yeah, they just don't. Yeah, I mean, it's just a little bit shit sometimes. Yeah, not professional sometimes. And someone called out the promoters of this Meltzer Alvarez thing and said, "You know, why just a hundred? Like, isn't that a bit, you know, a bit naff, a bit shit? Like, yeah. more people would have gone to this, surely? Well, I don't know." And the guy running it just went off on him. You try running a show and all this business. I'm like, oh mate, like. Yeah, but you've got you've got what is arguably one of the biggest wrestling journalists. Let's be fair, in, in the world, in in Dave Meltzer, surely you could have got more than a hundred people in the gaff. Surely, I agree. I agree. You can. I mean, there's definitely an argument for the fact. I mean, or Alvarez, maybe not. You know, but I mean, but I also feel that that them only selling one hundred tickets and selling it out eventually. It's a massive indication of how wrestling and the fandom is. It's 100 Meltzer marks in the building. You know, their opinions are for some reason louder than the others. They're not as, you know, they're not any better than anyone else's. They're just their opinions. But those Meltzer opinions, those, those star ratings and all of that business. Yeah. That's how it is. There's, yeah, it's going to be sixty, seventy thousand people at, you know, at Wembley or in and around the Wembley sort of area for yeah. that show. Yeah, like, and the Meltzer marks can just about fill a hundred. Like that's a massive indication for me of what this wrestling fandom is like. Yeah, I mean, even if they would have got one percent of everyone that went there to go to it, I mean, what's that? Six, seven hundred people. Yeah, but they couldn't even get that. They get they or or it seemingly they couldn't. I mean, I don't know what venue it is. Where is it in a pub or something? Probably village hall. Some fucking oh, hey, village hall. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with a good old village hall, mate. Yeah, I'm coming to a scout hut near you. Do you know what I mean? They see him on the stage there with a fucking old green curtain and all that. You know. <laughs> I just yeah, it was it was a it was a real comedy watching that and seeing how it all played out this week. Where else are we going? Uh, yeah, I made that. Yeah, that point of Meltzer and them coming over to the UK. You know, good luck to them. Yeah, WWE. Yeah, you, you, you were right. You said about Bron Breaker coming onto the main roster, and I think they're starting the breakthrough now. I hope so. I really hope so. Yeah. Like, well, there's nothing else for him to do in NXT. Yeah. Unless he teams up with someone. And that doesn't really work. He's he's on his own. Yeah. So yeah, Bron Breaker, with any luck, he'll be in and around. I think he's main event, man. I do. In time, I think. I think yeah, absolutely. I think it's time to get him into the big leagues. Start getting him working. The, the you know people from the main roster and all that. Hundred percent. How do you feel about Adam Cole and MJF? Let me get comfortable for this one. Right? Oh, okay. I've I've seen a meme, okay, and it, it made me a little bit sad. I laughed initially, but then it made me feel a little bit sad because of something that I heard Jim Cornette say. At this point, uh, and Jim Cornette knows Adam Cole and says he's a really nice guy, absolutely lovely guy, okay? But Jim Cornette made a point that made me think quite a bit. Adam Adam Cole, at this point, his physique is non-existent. Okay, mm-hmm. it, it, and it's not just non-existent; it's like not even a, a not even, yeah, a, a thought. So 
Jim Cornette said at this point, he feels that it might even be a, a fact that he might even be ill. Um, the reason why he is the, in the physique that he is in at the moment, because, you know, he's not, it, it, it's, it's past the point of him not going to the gym or whatever like that. It's at a point where maybe he can't get any bigger. Maybe there's something wrong with him. Maybe he's ill. That, that, that he's not, he, he's, he's not, you know, bulking up or whatever. Um, no, I mean, no, he longer, was never... no longer getting those Ico Pro supplements. But, but I mean, but maybe so. But I mean, he was never massive, massive. Nah, but he was he just, was... he was cut. Yeah, he was cut, you know. But now he he looks like it could be an illness. He could, that is the reason. It made me think quite a bit. And the meme, you might have seen it flying around, and it was a picture of Adam Cole with the AEW belt with his hands up like that, and they were like skinny, puny fucking stick arms. Mm. You seen it? No, I haven't. I'm... Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not cool with stuff like that. Like No, it's... I mean, and, and I looked at it initially and thought, oh, it's funny, but then I thought about it and go, actually, no, it's not funny, really. It's like, you know, there could be a legitimate reason why, why he's not, you know, going to the gym or not bulking up and that maybe. I mean, Jim Cornette said it the best. He said, you know, maybe he's ill. He said, maybe no one's thought about that because it's it, it, he should, if he's going to be in the main event picture, should be making a bit of an effort to to bulk up a little bit or, you know, to look a bit more cut and shredded and all that. But also, why is he getting a title shot? Uh, because he beat Chris Jericho in an unsanctioned match. Of course. Do you the only way to do it. Yeah. Uh, sorry, this has just come through. Like I've only just seen this. And this is uh, regarding Collision again. It's always Collision, isn't it? We're always talking about Collision. Uh, the new uh, AEW Collision show will air in the UK on Wednesday nights on ITV4. Hold on. Saturday night shows air on a Wednesday. Go figure. I mean, what's the point? I mean, our ITV, have been, this has been a problem with IT. ITV, if you want to watch Dynamites, they're about three weeks behind. Put it on a fucking Sunday. Yeah, put it on a Sunday afternoon or something, man. You know, but when I mean, I don't think I don't think I mean unless they edited like old WCW Worldwide on Saturday afternoons or whatever it was, was yeah. Saturday afternoons. Yeah, yeah, it was. On yeah, ITV. one o'clock. Yeah, yeah, good times, man. Great yeah, man, times. fucking good times. I mean, although outside London, like we had the uh, the Anglia like affiliate for ITV. Yeah, but and they, we would, also... they would put WCW on at like two thirty in the morning. Yeah, but like... we also had LWT though as well here. We were lucky in Hertfordshire. We had. I uh, know I didn't. I was in Bedfordshire and had Anglia and. Oh, had... see, we had Anglia and Colton, so we had an LWT. So it, oh, where we mate. was, where I was in Wellington City, we had all of it. We had Anglia, Colton, and LWT. What so we had the regional. Yeah, we had we had all of it, mate. I used to have to get my poor old dad to set record. Sometimes he would stay up and just hit record. Like I'd go up in the morning, like and try and watch some WCW before, like being told I had to go to school. Yeah, mate. It was yeah. Oh wow, what a time! But what a what a big miss. That's a fucking shit show. From AEW here and ITV, like. But you know why? Because you could have found you could have you could have shifted heartbeat or whatever you've got on on ITV four on a Sunday. Yeah. Or you know, London's burning, or something I think else. It's whatever a, shit they no, stick I on. Think, I think it's AEW, bro. 
They want the money. They want people to subscribe to Fight TV to watch it. That's why. That That's what it is. That's why they're showing it later because they don't want people to watch it live or close to live because they it's want people... They... Because people will just seek it out live or go on the stream yeah. sites or... that's right. and watch it the other way. I mean, my my mate, my mate, shout out John, yeah? Shout out Johnny. Uh, he said to me the other day, goes, oh, I, I watched a bit of that that wrestling that's on ITV the other day. I go, oh, what, AEW? He goes, yes, yeah, a bit shit, isn't it? John, you are right, my friend. You know what I mean, mate? Because <laughs> I mean... we chat about wrestling. He's an old-school wrestling fan himself, you know? And we talk about old-school wrestling all the time, and he knows his stuff about his old-school wrestling. He just said to me, he goes, oh, yeah, what was up late? He was, you know, and I watched a bit of that wrestling that they got on ITV, and he said, that's a bit shit, isn't it? Yes. Right. Yeah. John, yes. you are right, mate. What else can you say? It's more bad decision making from a bad decision maker. Yeah, but they, again, but they keep going, yeah, it's available. You can watch it on ITV and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, but the Dynamites are about two, three weeks behind. You, If you try and watch it on the ITV player, you know, if you go on like ITV Hub or whatever, you're watching a Dynamite from three weeks ago, bro. I don't know a single wrestling fan that would want to watch that a wrestling show four days later if you want people tuning in you need to put it on at the right time yeah because people are gonna watch because they, they, again especially with the way that the AEW fan base is literally minutes after it's been on there's spoilers all over the internet mm-hmm. the AEW groups on Facebook are terrible literally it it's on at that night and then literally in the morning they're put, even AEW themselves do it they put the whole thing up in clips by the by the end of the next day. So there's no point in even waiting two, three days to watch it. Yeah. If the only, in, if the only thing I fun. do, yeah. The only thing I do is I, I avoid spoilers the next day for pay-per-views. That's it. Like, I don't care about the TV shows. Like, you just, if you, if you happen to be, you know, hit with a spoiler on them, it, it doesn't bother me, like, at all. But pay-per-views, I shut down everything. <laughs> Until I've watched it. Yeah, like, it's but just, I mean, yeah, I don't want to get caught it be out. Nice, wouldn't it be nice if people cared about the TV, the weekly episodic TV like that, though? You know, if we were, if it was available to watch live or nearly live, you know? Yeah, I, I do think four days is excessive. It is, it's too long. Especially when so much potentially could happen on the first episode. They're going to cram it with all sorts. So you're going to want to know, you're going to want to see, you're not going to want to wait for four days it's a terrible idea itv yeah you let like, let's face it itv have not exactly covered themselves in glory these past couple of weeks so, <laughs> yeah we, we went there <laughs> absolutely <laughs> so whilst chris has a drink i think it's time we say good night and farewell but yeah chris i'm gonna i'm gonna ask i see if you're fit enough to do it first like if you're not then we'll move on because you want me to you want me to shout out the pod news because our good friends whoever they are you know we love them for it podnews.net have done you all a solid and i put it in the links on facebook now if you go on podnews.net you will most likely find your favorite podcast listening mm. app yeah all right and He's going for it. I'm going. I'm going to do a Kurt Angle. I'm going to do the shout out with a broken freaking neck. I'm going to fucking go for it. 
Um, so you're watching us now on YouTube, hopefully, maybe, uh, with our beautiful faces. You can catch us on YouTube, Chat Grapple and Cheat Pops Podcast. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Chat Grapple Pops. We're also on Facebook at Chat Grapple Pops. You can catch us on there. We are also on TikTok at Chat Grapple Pops. You can catch us on there for the lovely clipperonies that the main man JB hooks up and slaps on. But if you prefer to listen, you can catch us on these various podcast apps, Amazon Music, Antennapod, Anytime Player, Apple Podcast, Bullhorn, Castomatic, Castbox, Castro, CurioCaster, Fountain, Good Pods, Google Podcasts, Gpodder, iHeartRadio, Apple iTunes, Listen Notes, Luminary, Memento, Moon FM, Overcast, Player FM, Pod, Pocket, Pocket Cast, Podbean, Podcast Addicts, Podcast Index, Podcast Guru, Podcast Republic, Podchaser, Podfriend, Pod Hero, Podknife, Podstation, Podverse, Podvine, Radio Public, Sonnet, Spotify, Steenio FM, Stitcher, and your RSS feed. It sounds like more every time. It might not be, but it just sounds like more. Like, it just it sounds keeps like... going. Yeah, it. I mean, that is that is awesome. Like, let's be real. We are so grateful to anyone that decides to listen to us or chooses us to be part of their podcast listening day or night or train journey or yeah whatever we are you know we we love you guys and it's it's one of the best things knowing that you guys listen or check us out or hit a like on youtube or watch the shorts or find out that chris is right almost every week (laughs) it's it's just how we feel and we yeah we got to share it with you every now and again we have to and um i mean we haven't spoke about this like offline or whatever but i think maybe coming up to money in the bank so the smackdown and the money in the bank maybe after we've been to those we might be able to get some guests on to actually do a review of them um and considering they might have watched it on tv and we watched it being live might be a good idea because we keep threatening to have good cop bad cop on we keep threatening to have well, Matty, shout, shout out to Good Cop, Bad Cop, but they've added another host. There's now have. three. There's now three people on that show. I think cramming five people into one show could be chaotic. Could be. So, yeah, but don't get me wrong. We are absolutely offering you an away day here. Absolutely. You are more than welcome to join us. And Bishop as well. We want Bishop back on. Bishop, we miss you. Justin, like we want Justin back on. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, Justin, man. Where have you been? Yeah. There are so many people we'd like to talk to. It would be very difficult at the moment to get them all in one hit. So, guys, if you are listening, if you are out there right now, Wednesdays, Wednesdays around 8, half 8. You know, UK, UK time. Yeah, UK. Yeah, yeah. So it might not be doable because that's probably fucking like half three in the afternoon in America, right? Yeah, take a sick day, boys. You'll be all right. Pull a sickie. You'll be all right. (laughs) So let's leave them with the good stuff. Thank you again for joining us. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Give us a five-star review if you feel like it. Remember, it is free to do all of those things. It really does help us and the show. And fucking does. You know, keeps us ticking, keeps us going. Right. So for now, you can hear the band is playing us off as usual. You know, I'm sick of these guys playing us off. <laughs> Give us more time, damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Thank you from me. I'm JB. 
the man sitting next to me, the best, the greatest, Chris, in all of wrestling podcasts, not getting parred by other wrestling personalities, Mr. Chris Dredd. What else can we say? But thank you. We love you. We'll see you soon. Take care. Cheers.